Hello, and welcome to the Wade John Taylor podcast. Today is Thursday, December 16th, 2021. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time and you'd like to learn a little bit more about us, you can head on over to our website at www.thepamphlet.net. And there you can uh, see all of our podcasts and you can also catch up with our latest editions of our free monthly publication, The Pamphlet. We've been doing that uh, for, well, let's see, 13, 15, 16 issues, something like that now. And um, it's been quite an interesting ride. Either way, I'd like to thank you for tuning in, and uh, let's get right into it. All right, first off, let's cover all things pamphlet. Um, We are still having our Christmas sale until the end of the year. Uh, If you check it out on the pamphlet, our December 6th blog has that um, order sheet on it. It's a great opportunity to give the gift of the pamphlet and also help uh, fund our ink and paper and continue to allow us to continue to print. Um, Let's see. Oh, yeah. For our Patreon subscribers, the newsletter went out today. And I'm going to apologize if this beginning sounds really choppy. I, uh, I had a lot of distractions in starting this. And, uh... Boy, once again, it'll be done um, after midnight. Um, Well, after one in this case. Well, let's get right into this podcast. Um, I've been involved in a lot of different groups on a lot of different local areas trying to accomplish a lot of things. And many times those groups or people or individuals or whatever, buttheads, and they don't intentionally do it. I don't think. I'd like to think that anyway. Um, But they do it nonetheless. And and what it causes a bunch of consternation and it causes or creates, um, well, dissatisfaction for those who, who want to get involved in things because they see people playing, for lack of a better word, politics. And I don't like to play politics. Um, I've, I've always come to, well, I can't say always. There was a period of time in my life where I played politics very well. And, and what became of myself, um, I, I loathed it and, and hated the person that I was. But that's for a, a different podcast. Um, so let, let me try and, and come at this from a different angle. All right, so I guess I'm going to be generic about this, and 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 I, I pray I don't hurt anyone's feelings. That's not my intention here. So there was one group of individuals in another local area um, close by, and they came up with a wonderful um, statement that they wanted their school board to adopt, a resolution or something. But that was kind of the end result of a a long process of relationship building and other things that happened to uh, to get something done and and accomplish something. Well, they they did accomplish something, and and that caused a lot of excitement and traction, and and their uh, resolution, if it were local resolution, to be uh, adopted, passed all over uh, Washington State, essentially trying to. To, to get parents as a primary stakeholder. 
And and all that is is absolutely fantastic because there's only one state in the union, and that's Utah, that, that guarantees the right as as parents being the primary stakeholders or I, I guess being the primary responsibility for for raising children. Um, and and who would have thought that 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 had, that would have ever had to be defined? But needless to say, that's the the struggle that we're we're trying to to be involved in now, and. Another group thought it was a fantastic idea and just and pulled the old uh, let's rally everyone, let's show up, let's hammer this down and 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 let's just take them by force. And what what happened was well, the end was result is is nothing on that night. And and I'm not saying that that nothing will. I, I believe that. With some some proper, um, I guess instead of partisan politics, uh, some some proper relationship building and and communication and working with people in that that elected position would have have gone a lot farther rather than rally the troops. Let's just take everyone from the important meetings that they already had scheduled and, and jump on this important meeting because it's a number one priority right now. And what do I mean by that? Consider that, that everyone's busy in this world, especially nowadays when, when most people are just trying to tread water and, and keep their head above water in this insane, crazy world we, we find ourselves in. And that when you pull them away from all the things that they had planned, especially when those things were, were quite important in, in their own lives, and rally them around your, your standard or your flag or anything else, you better have a good battle plan or a good reason or a good even semi-shot at, at, at organization and, and something that was was. I don't know, had, had a better chance of success, for lack of a better word. Because what happens over time is people have a memory and they're less likely to support you on future causes if you have a continued reputation of, oh, let's go over here and attack this. Oh, okay, let's go over here and attack this. And it it, it becomes more difficult for people to, to figure out which part of, of your endeavors or, or attention they want to support, if if at all. Um, and I don't mean that out of meanness. I'm, I'm just saying out of human nature over time, people tend not to gravitate towards skittish people. That being said, the, the passion and drive of these individuals who um, are, are amazingly putting forth some fantastic effort into doing things um, just needs to to take a 50,000 foot level um, at the whole field and and start understanding that there are multiple moving pieces all the time and that a singular approach of, of okay, well, I've got this battle standard and, and I'm going to carry this, let's go over here, does not do... Uh, the big picture any good and and in matter of fact it causes a lot of damage long term in, in small little bites and and it's counterproductive to the effort so what what do i mean by this and and what so how can we learn from this well 
I, I I built a fairly extensive relationship uh, with with quite a few uh, a loose relationship with, with quite a few elected officials over the past few months on a, on another side project that that ultimately we we decided not to pursue after a couple months of of, of, of print. Um, and, and in either case, what uh, what happened is is I learned a little bit more about these individuals, and I wanted to to try to to work with that uh, and, and work with these people on a human level. And, and I approached this in a different way and I was asking some generalized questions because I didn't want to, to jump into the, the hot topic at hand. Um, Cause I didn't want to, to exploit a, a budding, hopefully personal friendship with, with vitriol and other things and, and partisan things that, that I don't think are, are helpful in our community. But, but nonetheless, on the other side of this break, um, I'm going to go into well, his responses to a couple of questions that I hope turn the tables in our minds and help us to think that the, there are people on the other side of, of the elected official name, if you will. And, and in, in certain cases, some of those people are, are vastly willing to work with you, and we need to, to foster those relationships. And, in, and on other cases, there are elected officials who absolutely don't, and we need to remove them from office because, well, how can you represent someone if you're not willing to engage with them? That's a topic for another time. So on the other side of this break, I'm going to get into that. And um, once again, if you are just now tuning in and learning about me and, and the podcast, want to know more, um, head on over to our website, www.thepamphlet.net. And that is where you're going to find all of our previous issues of the pamphlet. Um, we've been doing it since September of uh, 2020. So um, it's it's... It's been a cool ride, and you can see um, everything that's happened as a result of just standing up and doing something different because um, you you feel feel called to do it, and um, and all the cool things that happen. So check that out www.thepamphlet.net, and I'll see you on the other side of the break. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking around. Um, those who have been around will notice a couple of changes. I'm trying a couple of new things on the podcast, seeing how it works out. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, we'll go from there. Anyway, um, so before before the, I guess before the break in the last section, um, I talked about kind of, let's try and look at things in a different way. So, so I spoke with a, a local uh, elected official, and and I want to make sure that I don't present this in a, a biased way at, at all. And and so I'm going to just ask the, or read the questions and read his answers, and I'm going to do that for the whole thing from start to end, and I think that's probably the best way I can present this without trying to interject any of my own bias, I guess. So, so here we go. As a resident in the area, and as a man who has his own family experiences, are you concerned about the encroachment upon parental rights in either the medical sector or education sectors? I'm concerned about the encroachment on parental rights, as well as other personal rights afforded by the Constitution. I think one of the great advantages we have in the United States is even when there are major policies being pushed through that seem irrational, 
there is always a chance that voters will readjust the government and fix failed policies, or at least try to. We currently are facing a very divided nation where people disagree so much that it's impossible to compromise and still have people feel good about the outcome. I truly believe one way we can help with governments encroaching on parental rights is to push all parents to be present and active in their children's lives. There are too many absent parents who, in my opinion, are feeding the narrative that the state needs to protect the kids or help raise them. I would venture to guess that some of the people looking to expand government control are doing so with the best intentions. We can help change this by demonstrating that it is not needed. 2. In an official capacity, is it your role, or if so, how can you push back against those encroachments? In our school district, we always work with the state government and our elected officials to try and maintain local control. We have sent letters from me and the school board, emails, and had meetings with the state elected officials in the last two years. School districts do have a level of autonomy, but obviously being funded by the state means we have to meet all the state mandates and laws to remain open. While it isn't necessary pushback, we will always do our best to not only follow the law, but to do it in a way that meets our community's expectations and doesn't harm our students. 3. What do you see as the most effective things that people can do to protect their rights against these encroachments? As mentioned in my first in the first question, I really think it is important that we work with all parents to be active and involved parents. On a broader scale, I think we have to continue to teach history to students and equip them with critical thinking skills. Things that can be done now to help include being active in the legislative process or when it or when emergency powers are lifted, this will become even more important. Legislatures, excuse me, legislators need to hear from people, especially if they can remain calm and articulate the issues without being too emotional. In this political climate, it's easy for someone to be dismissed because they are agitated or overly emotional. People's passion can certainly be an asset, but it can also give others a quick and easy excuse to label them in a way so that they can justify not hearing the message. We are a country founded on the rule of law and the expectation that citizens will participate in the political process respectfully. We can't throw that out just because we might be frustrated, angry, and or scared. These are challenging times, but I personally still have faith in the United States government and our system of government even if I really disagree with what it is currently happening. This is from Kevin Young, our superintendent in one of our school districts here in the county. And I just wanted to share this to, to give everyone an example first of how you can engage and work with a local official and trying to get to, to know them. Obviously, this person is not all that far off the mark than, than many of us. They're freedom-loving individuals. They love their country. They want history to be taught correctly. 
They, they want people to take personal responsibility over their own children so the state doesn't have the excuse to say, hey, we need to take your um, take control of your kids because you guys suck as parents. Now, those are some actually v- valid thoughts and, you know, some things that probably need to be addressed as well. Hey, parents, take care of your kids. Um, and, and he did it in a constructive way that... That's not, you know, belittling anyone, but pointing to to a real serious part of of the whole problem here. So when we go to work with these officials and say, you know what, here's here's something that that we can put together that I think that the is going to move the needle somewhere and and make a difference and and the communities behind it and and what do you think about this? And you've got those relationships to start moving things through rather than storming the Bastille, that that approach in this day and age will not get anyone anywhere. It just won't. You, you have to figure out who is left in this insane, crazy world who is willing to communicate. And there's not many. And then you need to communicate with them and figure out, okay, great. Now we can establish some sort of communication. Now what can we accomplish? And that's where you go. And that's what you do. And it might not be the resolution that you want, that somebody else got done. But maybe it's something that you can create from scratch with somebody else. And get past. I I don't want to belittle anyone's efforts, and I don't want it to sound that way. But... We need to work together on these issues and we need to put some thought into these things and and the community wants to 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 get things done. But what we don't want is is more radical things from any side. We've had enough of that over the past few years especially. And in our own community, we don't want to act that way. We want discourse and dialogue um, working together. We're, we're done with stupid people stabbing each other in the back and and spreading vicious lies. I mean, for, for those people who are still out there doing those sort of things, that's their life, and, and they'll die isolated, alone, hopefully a long, long life. But ultimately, people like that get their get their own just reward in, in, in their own due time. There's no happiness there. And, and I wish everyone the best in happiness, so... Choose love. Choose to treat each other with dignity and respect, and let's figure out these things that we can work together and, and do together and and not smash other people's well-planned activities and, and things just on a whim. Um, you know, we we got to be careful who we lobby away from other important things and, and be cognizant of what we're doing and how that may impact the community as a whole. And if our own th- thoughts are our self-preservation above all else, then then shame on us. We need to figure out how we're going to do this together, and that's what I've been preaching since the beginning. We can't do this lone man standoff type thing. It doesn't work. We have to figure out how to work together, how to be a community, even if it's building it from scratch. We have to do that. 
There is no single Savior that's going to swoop in and save us. We're not going to elect a, a, an individual that's going to fix everything. It's not going to happen. You know, stop trying to say that the next election, it'll all work out. Really? How, how many times has it worked out like that in the past for us? It hasn't. So the defini definition of insanity is what? Yeah, that's right. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. We know where this is heading. And yeah, we'll keep pulling the, the, the voting lever and, and doing all the things we're supposed to be. And we'll still keep going to those town hall meetings. And we're going to absolutely work with everybody and, and try and get some things done on the local level. But what we don't need is to act like the fools on the outside of the world. We don't need that. So let's bring a little bit of measure of calm respect into this community. We had it. We had a pretty pretty good thing going, and then this, this stupid stupid thing happened. Anyway, I didn't mean to personalize this so much, and I hope nobody nobody takes offense to that. I'm trying to show that everywhere in, in our nation, we have these same problems, and it's not unique to my area. It, it, it's, it's the same thing. We have people with egos and people with pride and people with this and people with that, and we all need to figure out how to work together and with each other and not stomp all over each other and, and try and shake hands and, and do things the old-fashioned way, and that's communication. And if we discover that again, there's at least hope locally. That's it. That's all I got for tonight. Um, this one's been a while coming. I, I've been agonizing this over the days, and I wanted to present it in a, a, a correct way. And, and just let everybody know, look, there are different ways of working with people rather than browbeating them. And and sometimes, yeah, you've got to do that when, when people are like, I don't care. I'm an elective official. I do what I want. And, and yeah, then it's absolutely appropriate to pull out the cavalry and say, oh, no, you don't. But not as an opening, hey, let's get something done. That's just not... I don't think it's I don't think it's as appropriate or productive as as we could do other things. Anyway, thanks. That's all I got. Have a fantastic uh, day, and we'll see you on the flip side. Oh, by the way, um, working hard on the new issue. Just started um, cracking the cracking the word processor open and starting to to dig in. <clears throat> We're looking forward to another exciting year. Thanks again, everybody, and. Um, Head on over to www.thepamphlet.net and, um, you know, check out the stuff we've done so far. We're going to be having a lot of changes over there real soon, and I'll announce something pretty soon. Um, and we'll go from there. Thanks. Have a good night.